What's up, y'all? Welcome back to K-Mac NYC Podcast. My name is Katie Mack. I am your host, uh, the hostess with the mostest. That's so corny. Oh, my God. Anyway, if you're a regular, <laughs> welcome back. How you doing? If you're new to this podcast, I'm glad you stopped by. Hopefully, you'll stick around for a while. I'm going to go ahead and put it out there. You're going to hear planes. You might hear cop cars, sirens, all the things. That is one of the absolute worst things about living in the New York area, living in the South Bronx. I hate it, but here we are. So, um, yeah, you know, I decided to only post when I felt like saying something. You know, I uh, if you're new here, I just I used to do it weekly. I used to post a podcast weekly, but it was too much pressure on me, so I I just do it when I fucking feel like it. To be perfectly honest, so um, yeah, you know, I want to shout out Ginger, my girl Gemini Fly, really dope jewelry artist, jewelry maker. Um, I had actually recorded a podcast a few days ago. I was drunk as fuck. And I was going to post it. And I was like, you know what, let me listen to it first. It was a whole entire shit show. So I was like, nah, I ain't even going to do that to myself. But, you know, my girl Ginger listened to the last podcast I posted. I think that was birthdays. And, um, you know, we had some, we we chatted it up about it, about, you know what I'm saying, what I was talking about in the podcast. Uh, I think primarily I had focused on friendships or something like that. I don't know. I'm, my memory is shot. <laughs> my memory is shot these days um, But you know I did want to touch on some of the things that You know uh, She and I spoke about as far as friendships You know what I'm saying She, uh, We were talking about You know how Some friendships change when you operate Or when you start operating in your gift Whatever that gift is And you know you, You're taking steps daily Very active and in, in pushing forward In your gift um, gift, I think it's fucked up that, you know, everybody's not going to be happy for you, everybody's not going to be joyous as you make moves, you know, to better your life, because I would like to, I would like to think that that's what everybody's doing, you know what I'm saying, we, we, even though we fucked up right now, we in a pandemic, and shit got us in the upside down, you know, I, I would like to believe that there's a part of us, each and every one of us, that just wants to kind of be better and do better now whether or not people take the steps to do that everybody does that whether or not what the fuck am i trying to you know i haven't had my coffee hold on let me take a sip ah so good i drank my coffee black and honey i'm up now i'm up (laughs) no but i would you know now whether or not people are actively taking the steps to do better I don't know, I can't call it, probably not, but, you know, Ginger and I talked about, is it, is it also, uh, can people, can people evolve and you still love them? You know what, that's a good fucking question. I don't remember what I said in the conversation, but as I, as I say it and as I think about it now, I think that, yeah, yeah. It is possible, but it ain't going to be possible with everybody. You know, some people, when they evolve, they outgrow you or you outgrow them. And I think that that is fine. I think that that's normal. And ask me five, six years ago, I probably would have had a different answer. But where I'm at now mentally and where I'm at in my life, yeah, you know, um, 
I think that outgrowing is, is a very normal thing. You know, um, I mean, I'm evolving. You're evolving. We evolve every day, every fucking week. And, you know, we don't, we might not look at things the same way we looked at them last week or last year. You know, I don't. I, I definitely don't. You know, so I feel like if you love me and you fuck with me throughout all of my whole, <laughs> my whole evolution and, you know, you're my tribe, you're supposed to be here, you're supposed to be here in my life, and I think that that, you know what I'm saying, should be the way people look at it, you know, because you lose friends, you make some, you lose some, yeah, it is what it is, like, a lot of shit, I'm trying to let just roll off my back these days, because I be stressed, I be stressed like a motherfucker in my house, you know what I'm saying, like, the thought of having to go back to work is really, it really makes me sick to my stomach, you know what I'm saying, I was, I was chilling for a minute, but now it's like, I gotta deal with niggas that I don't really like, that I don't fuck with, that I don't want to talk to, that I don't want to, like, be around, like, doing some shit that I hate, because I need some bread. Whoo, listen, listen, I realize I'm all over the place, um, but it's okay, it's okay. Something that's been on my mind, you know, I was sitting there, I was high as shit the other night, <laughs> and I was thinking, I was just like, you know, is is my life's purpose to, like, take care of my mom? You know what I'm saying? And then a little bit of background around me. I don't really put all my business out there like that. But my father passed um, away on September 12, 2003. So we, come, we coming up on, like, 18 years um, this Sunday. And every time this time of year comes around for me, I just, I just be out of it, I be out of it, I be very, like, isolated, I don't, I don't really, I just don't, I just don't want to be bothered with the humans, you know what I'm saying, so, when my father passed away, um, it was just like, I turned into the head of the household, you know, my mom, I don't like to call her disabled at all, she, she doesn't, she can't see, she, she lost her vision, so, you know, um, that happened before I graduated. I, I think I was probably middle school when that happened. So it's been an interesting, it's been an interesting, you know what I'm saying? I had an interesting childhood from that point, you know, because a lot of things that, you know, a lot of my my accomplishments, you know, my mom didn't get to, like, see, you know what I'm saying? She was there, but it just, it just hit a little different, you know. But anyway, you know, so my brother, he's, He's on the west. He's on the west coast, you know. So it's it's basically just kind of me tending after my mom, making sure she's good, and you know she's getting older. I think she's sixty-five, sixty-six. She's one of those. Um, the fun fact about my mom is like she know numbers. Like she'll know everybody's birthday. She if you tell her like a three-digit number, she'll be like, oh, you don't know what that is? No, ma, I don't know what that is. What what number is it? And she'll be like, oh, that's just her birthday, or that was. Um, our address back in Queens or, or whatever the hell. Um, but I love my mom. I'm fiercely protective of her, and you know she she keeps talking. She kept talking about the the new um, movie Respect with Jennifer Hudson portraying Aretha Franklin, and I wanted to see it in theaters, but I know my mom wanted to see it. And I was just like, I'm not taking her to no theater. Delta out here acting crazy, like nah. So, um, when I saw I could rent it, uh, I rented it at, at her place, and I watched it with her, and, you know, 
my mom, when you lose one of your senses, all the other ones, like, on steroids, you know, so my mom's hearing is crazy, like, she'll lay in her room, in her, in her bed, and she'll listen to fucking forensic files and ID network, and all, she's into all that, those shows, and I'm just be like, nah, I'm, I'm straight, but, you know, so she's fine, she, she's, she likes to consider herself very independent, even though we both know that that's not really the case all the time. So, you know, I was sitting in the living room with her the other day, and I was watching the movie with her, and I found myself, you know, she hears what was going on in the movie, but I found myself, like, telling her, like I usually do, I'll tell her what, what's happening. You know, um, if you've seen the movie... You know, it, it tells you the dates and the, and the place at the points in Aretha's life. So, you know, I'm like, yeah, this is Detroit, 1952. Um, this is her. This is her dad. This is her when she was, you know, little. And I'm telling her who the actors are because, you know, star-studded cast. Um, sidebar, I really love the movie. I watched it twice with my mom, and I definitely recommend it. Um, Jennifer Hudson can't. She, she don't miss, though. So <laughs> I just, I love her so much. Her, She's just so talented and and like many others, her, her her talent really speaks to my soul. But anyway, I digress. So, you know, I'm just, my mother really liked the movie, and she laughed a lot, and she was just, it was just nice to, to see how the movie affected her, you know what I'm saying? But I, when I was watching the movie with her, I closed my eyes for, for a few minutes to, to see if I can kind of, like, see the movie the way she does or hear the movie the way she does and let me tell you something every time I try this I just get so much anxiety because we take shit like that for granted you know what I'm saying like I was like and and to be somebody that didn't that that used to have sight like it really stresses me out when I think about like what my mom's mental is um and my mom is like the nicest person in the world like she's so forgiving she's so you know she gives so much love and i don't know it just it just put me in a space you know i, I was just really like contemplative on on just life and and kind of like what i'm doing here you know i mean a lot of people know why they're here i think i, I think i'm here to kind of like tell stories tell my stories make my movies be heard, have my have my, my voice heard, you know, but I'm starting to question that, you know, probably because the the journey of making movies is hard. <laughs> my producer, shout out to Jared, told me last night when we was on a, a team call, he was like, yo, so um, <laughs> this journey that we're doing is, because we were talking about, you know what I'm saying, having to find a gig right now, because, you know, unemployment ended, um, I didn't really get much of an extension, which was fine, but it's like, wait a minute, I, I'm gonna need some money, <laughs> so we was talking about, you know what I'm saying, gigs and shit, and he was like, look, I'm doing that because I need some bread, but like, I'm focused on this movie, I'm focused on Boxer, and you should know that making a feature film in, in two years is not easy, and it doesn't really happen that fast, so, you know, I just want you to know that where we are right now and how we're feeling or how you're feeling you know as far as it feeling like it's taking a long time to get the movie made is normal you know and this is the first time that Jared like said something to me 
in that way because I've been I've been going fucking through it, y'all. Yeah, I've been going I've been going through it. I'll be I'll be in my house stressed the fuck out. Like I yo, I need to get this movie made. I had these fucking crowdfunding campaigns. I ain't need to go. Like where am I gonna get this fucking money from? So now we we looking at investors. So that's that's where we are in the process. I don't really want to get into that because it's just it's just exhausting mentally. But you know it was nice to to be seen by him. You know Jared's real cool. You know what I'm saying he's about his business. He's about the numbers. He's like let's get this shit done. But I, I've never known him to be you know uh, maybe like mm, empathetic or 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 uh, showing care in that way i think that's what i'm trying to say <laughs> so um but yeah what was i talking about my mom right but yeah um i don't know life is just life has just been coming at me fast uh these past few weeks just really uh not okay i haven't been okay i haven't been okay and um it's it's made me really not want to talk to people you know, um, I'm surprised I'm even recording this right now. I got to probably say, you know, I, I feel like I'll do a little podcast this morning. But I I don't know. I, I've been kind of isolating myself and just really assessing everything, assessing everything. People, like relationships, like how I am, what behaviors I have that I should probably unlearn, um, trying to pinpoint the people and experiences in my life that have have made me to to like made me into the person I am, you know. Um, if you're new to this podcast, you're probably like, "Yo, it's a lot going on here." I am very emotional. I'm very sensitive. I'm always in my bag. So, you know, I, I don't. There's not one thing that I focus on when I when I get on here. You know, I don't really talk about much about like. What's trending or, you know, shit like that. Um, I just talk about the shit that that affects me and, and the thoughts in my mind. So um, it's dope that, you know, people hit me and be like, yo, what you said, though, about uh-uh-uh, like, facts. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, I'm going to take a little pause. Let me take a little coffee. Hold on. I think one of the things that um, has really had me out of it lately is um ageism you know something about me that focuses on the number the age that i am and and uses it as a mark to mark my success in life and i i really don't know how to unlearn that because it's becoming super detrimental to my fucking mental health you know what i'm saying like i'm 40 i just turned 43 last month and i'm just like not happy i'm not happy and i feel like i thought that i would be so much farther along in my in my life as far as like accomplishments and being that i ain't hit those marks really make me feel like what the fuck am i doing like what am i how am i fucking up like where's 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 the point of change like where's my break at you know what i'm saying I've been really there's a there was an artist her name is Sasha Martoni and um she's one of my favorite artists I, bu- I bought a lot of um I bought a couple of pieces from her and uh she's young she's definitely younger than me I believe she's probably maybe mid late 20s uh she's pregnant she she passed away about a week ago 
um, giving birth to her daughter because of a difficult, it was a difficult childbirth, and that shit took me out, it took me out, it took me out, um, because she was just, she's just one of those people, you know how, you know what I'm saying, you meet people online, you don't meet them in person, but you know, you, you feel like you can connect with them, like, not only was she, like, a dynamic artist, but she, her soul was good, you know, she was nice, she was sweet, she was, you know, like, all-encompassing, and that shit hurt me, you know what I'm saying, I, I, oof, and it reminded me of how terrified I am to have a kid, because of that, because of how many of us don't make it, how many of us have difficult, you know, childbirths, and, you know, I don't think that that's something that my mom thought about when she had me. She was in, I think she was about 26. Um, but I am, I am terrified. And it's, it's, it takes up a lot of my, my, my mental space. You know, like, I've always wanted a kid. I, I, I've, let me not say that. I wasn't sure for a long time. But I said if I did have one, I would want one. You know what I mean? Um, to, to experience that. You know, because my mom is such a good mom, you know, my parents were were fucking great, um, and, uh, it's just, I'm scared, I'm I'm just scared, and and because I know I'm 43, it's just like, (laughs) bitch, uh, you got maybe a good year, year and a half left, uh, to probably push something out, and, um, because obviously I'm, I would be a high-risk pregnancy, but, I'm like, I never wanted to have a kid with somebody that had kids already. You know, I always wanted to to, to start and, and figure it out with um, a man that, that, you know what I'm saying, is figuring it out too. Like, parenting, that's what I'm talking about. But, I'm stressed. I'm stressed. You know, um, I desperately want to get the fuck out of New York. And it, it's just like, how do I make moves as an artist that ain't making no bread off her artistry? You know what I'm saying? How long do I got to wait for that big break? Do I keep going? How long am I going to keep going? How long am I going to keep pushing this? Am I going to be trying to make movies until um, I'm, what, 50? <sighs> Nigga. Like, I ain't got it. I'm already tired. You know, the one thing about making a feature film is that it really makes me miss making short films <laughs> and like limited series or mini series because it was it's so much easier you know uh, feature films this, this you got to level up at some point and i obviously had to you know go this way shit i got stories to tell i got big stories to tell that they ain't gonna fit in a motherfucking short film um but yeah so i don't know you know, uh, I was talking to Ginger about when we were talking about friendships and, you know, how her, what her experience was when she had kids, when she started having kids and she got married and how she had friendships that, that kind of dwindled away because she was, you know, the only one that, that had the kid, was having the kids or was married at the time. And, you know, we were talking about how, how she changes. And it's like in my mind, I think that that's why I like watching shows that 
are about girlfriends making it work. You know what I'm saying? They have everybody have their lives, but they still make the time to kind of get together and, and nurture and, and, you know, maintain their friendships. But I just, life is so fucking, mm, so fucking unexpected. You know what I'm saying? It scares me in a way. And it makes me feel like I can't put all of my, my trust uh, into into people because you know what I'm saying one they disappoint you two shit changes three life fucking happens so it's just I was told I think too much <laughs> I was definitely told in my lifetime hold on that I think too much I be in my head too much and I really think that that shit is it's probably aging me <laughs> it's probably aging me but. I'm thinking about how I was in Delaware recently. I was in Rehoboth Beach, and um, I didn't want to come home. You know, uh, I was talking to my man, Nerd, who lives in um, Delaware, and he was telling me, he was just like, well, you know, it's, it's lower Delaware, a.k.a. slower Delaware, and I could see that. I can I could see why that's, you know, how, what they say about it. You know, people retire there. A lot of people do summer homes there. It's, it's by the beach. You know what I'm saying? I'm a beach girl. And I, I think because I've been living in New York City my entire life, between Queens and the Bronx, like, I'm just I'm just tired. You know what I'm saying? I'm tired of the city life. I'm, I need quiet. You know what I'm saying? I'll be in my apartment. I can't even motherfucking think. And if you've been following this podcast for a while or, or any of my social media over the past couple of years, and you know the, the the shit that I've been through with, you know what I'm saying, neighbors that live above me, they bum-ass kids, that they don't discipline and have them niggas be running all around, you know what I'm saying, I'm having an issue with that, like, one tenant, the tenant that used to live over me, they moved out, like, a year ago, praise fucking God, because I was about to put hands on both of them little fucking googly-ass, gremlin-ass, goblin-ass niggas, but, um, so now I have an older lady She's an elder that that has a walker, and, you know, we got wooden floors, so I'm hearing her fucking roll around and bumping the shit all the fucking time, and then, like, over her is a fucking eight-year-old who's autistic, who be fucking running and jumping off of shit like she's a fucking monkey, like, nigga, my mental health, I ain't even gonna hold you, my mental health in this apartment over the past eight, nine years has deteriorated swiftly, um, and, you know, some people be like, well, why haven't you moved, nigga? You got money for me to move? And this is the thing, like, being an artist, living in the hood, it's shit is, they, it, it's, it's not really set up so you can win like that. Like, you got to go through wild shit. You got to be so diligent. You got to be so determined and dedicated. And I am, but, nigga, I'm like, on that, on that road, you just get tired. I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted. You know what I mean? So... I don't know, man. Like, one thing I do know is that I need to be in therapy. I need to be back in therapy ASAP because, you know, um, I'm very mindful of, like, putting my shit on other people. And I had, and I learned that a few years ago um, when I was I was going through some shit. And, and, I, and I was talking to my friend, and, like, she dismissed me. It was just like, you know, or ex-friend, she dismissed me. It was like, you know, when, when are you going to see your therapist? And I'm like, wait, what? Like, I'm confiding in you, and, like, I'm showing you my, my fears, my, my, you know what I'm saying, my shit. And it was, it was that experience that made me be more mindful of, um, 
putting my shit on other people, you know, it made me be mindful of asking people, you know what I'm saying, where they are, if they have the space for me to, to do that, you know, and, um, I didn't, I didn't like that, I didn't like that, but it, you know, the silver lining is, you know what I'm saying, I, I'm, I'm mindful, but I don't like to feel like a burden in any way, in any way, shape, fashion, or form to anybody, and before I even feel that I will fucking become a ghost, and I won't talk, you know what I'm saying, I will not, like, now where I'm at, on this day, in 2021, I'm very reserved about my feelings and, and expressing myself to people, you know what I'm saying, over the past few weeks, I've had a couple of, like, situations that have made me feel like, oh, nah, you know what I'm saying, I don't feel safe, you know what I'm saying, expressing how I feel, whether it's, whether it's good or bad, you know what I'm saying, I think that when you have relationships with people and you're close with them or you think you're close with them, you're going to have, you're going to definitely have your good days and your bad days, right? Some days you're going to be a shithead, other days you're not. Some days you're going to be like the best person in the world, you're going to be super loving, some days you're not. And I think for me, you know, I allow people to just be who they are. I, I, I don't really judge like that. Not with my friends, I don't judge them. Um, I let them be because we need more people to just let them be how they are. And I found myself in a pickle a couple of times. Did I just say a pickle? Nigga, what is happening to me? I don't know. Um, but, you know, I, one situation, I, re, I, res, I responded or reacted to somebody that, I, it wasn't my best day. It wasn't my best move. I will say that. But. What happened after that, it was, was some shit that I, I wouldn't have imagined would have happened. And that changed me. It changed me. It made me be like, okay, so cool. Now, I don't argue with people because arguing is a trigger for me. Um, and it really takes me to a place that I never really want to be in again. So I don't argue with people. I will say what I got to say and then move accordingly. So, you know, it was a situation where I, I had to kind of mm, go back in my cave, you know what I'm saying, talk to myself, you know, smooth down my little feathers and adjust how I interact with people, you know what I'm saying, and I feel like the less I do that, the better off I'll be, you know what I'm saying, because as cool as I might be, you know, um, I got my shit, everybody do, and a lot of the time, I'm really, really, really afraid of, uh, abandonment. I'm definitely, I don't know, is it, is it, is it, am I trying to, like, burp, or my voice just cracked, I don't know what just happened, but I definitely have abandonment issues, and so where I'm at is, like, I will back the fuck off before, if I even think that this shit about to fall apart, now, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, what's the word I'm looking for, protect myself in that way, and 
it's a safety thing for me. You know, I try to give, I'm not really good at it, but I try to give people grace. You know, I try to keep in mind that everybody is, is fighting their own battles. But I do expect for that grace to be given to me. I don't know. When you when you start turning into an old nigga, you just <laughs> you just look at shit differently. You see shit differently. You hear shit differently. You process differently. Um, and I've I feel like I'm coming becoming more cerebral. And I also feel like I'm rambling at this point. I think it's the coffee, y'all. Hold up. Mhm. But anyway, uh, Delaware Rehoboth Beach. I want a spot down here. And um, I, my plan is to open up a coffee shop down there um, and really kind of just focus on the things that I want to do. Like, all the things, all the things. You know, somebody close to me said, yo, and, and we know this, but they was like, yo, you can do whatever the fuck you want to do. Your age doesn't matter. If you want to do this, do that. If you want to do that, do it. You know, so, <laughs> I say if you want to do this, do that. What I meant to say was, if you want to do this, do that shit. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what's happening, whatever. Um, and he's right, you know. Um, I'm not I'm not 100% certain what the fuck I'm here for in this, in this lifetime. Um, but I do know is that. The people that I love, I love them fiercely, you know, and I'm not perfect, but I will protect them by any means necessary, and um, I know that these people would do the same for me, but man, let me tell you something, <laughs> oof, it should be hard sometimes, but yeah, um, I hope, I mean, new listeners, if you're still here, Thank you for rocking with me. Uh, this is me. This is what it is. This is what it usually is. And um, <laughs> I'm getting a haircut today. I don't know where the fuck I'm getting the money from, but I do have an appointment. <laughs> so we're going to see how that goes. I haven't had a haircut in about two years because the last nigga I went to really chopped off half of my hair. And I dragged that nigga from the top of Instagram to the bottom. Like that nigga blocked me. I don't even I don't even care. At curls on fifth, number five, fifth. Um destroyed me. Like just really traumatized me. So when I go into this chick today in the East Village, I'ma tell her about that and I'm gonna look in her eyes and if I don't feel like I can trust her, I'm out of there. You know what I'm saying? Because that nigga was self proclaims curl specialist and that nigga was a fucking hack with this woman she's been in the business for a really long time i've seen the haircuts that she's given to women with curly hair like mine and i i feel comfortable stepping in her salon so um pray for me y'all uh other than that you know i would like to send a little bit of love to each and every one of y'all that's listening and um if nobody's told you lately, I'll tell you that I believe in you. And whatever you want to do, do that shit. So in the meantime, in between time, it's your girl K-Mac. Thank you for joining me for another episode of K-Mac NYC Podcast. You can listen to this on whatever platform you want. It's everywhere. 
And if uh, you got something to say, hit me up. Uh, you know where to find me. <laughs> Peace.